This is the Content Creator Society, an organization that exists to unite and empower all content creators through inspiration and education. Each week, we bring you insights from content creators from around the world that will inspire you, educate you, and entertain you. We're all in this together. What is the secret to success? Whether that success is building an audience or something else. It's a question that's been asked untold times, yet we still ask it and the answer still evades us. The secret hasn't seemed to evade it to content creator and Porsche and beard enthusiast Magnus Walker. Magnus's content success, which was jump-started when a short film called Urban Outlaw was released. And from there, he was fortunate enough to have shows like Top Gear highlight him and his collection of classic Porsches. The first day on Facebook, the film got picked up by Top Gear and sort of went viral. And even though Magnus got a kickstart when building his community, he kept putting out content and experimenting with new ways of connecting with his audience. And as he describes it, it's a hobby that's gotten slightly out of control. Well, first of all, for me, it's a, it's a fun hobby and not a job. He keeps the content coming and continuously explores new ways of connecting to his audience. Take his recent foray into a cooking show. I've got this sort of funny weekly outlaw cooking show where I'm making comfort food. That's about as far away from a Porsche and a beard as you can get. So, is the secret to building an audience to get a kickstart from a large publication or organization? Is it the ability to continually put out content or keep exploring new ways of connecting with your audience? I caught up with Magnus, and I think he might have the answer. On the line today, we have Magnus Walker. Magnus, thanks for joining us today. Hey, my pleasure. I'm calling in from downtown LA. It's um, approximately 80 degrees. It's lunchtime. I just took a real nice walk, and I'm happy to be on the show. So how, uh, it's rock and roll. How are things down there during these uh, unprecedented times? It's strange, of course. You know, part of it is sort of not too uh, unnormal for me. You know, I don't really have a proper job. So if I'm not traveling, uh, uh, my my day-to-day is not tremendously different on one hand. On the other hand, it's completely different. But uh, I'm trying to get into a routine, getting up early, walking quite a bit, coming over to the warehouse, doing lots of interviews and Instagram IG lives and cooking videos. And weirdly, I've become more creative because I'm not traveling. So I'm doing all these fun little projects that you know I talked about and never did. And then things that I never even thought about that I'm doing, I've got this sort of funny weekly outlaw cooking show where I'm making comfort food and I'm not a chef. So I'm making it up as I go along and I'm doing some, you know, make how to make mass videos and uh, spring cleaning interior design videos of slip covered pillowcases. So for me, I'm enjoying life. It's kind of creative. It's surreal. I'm getting out and about. You can still drive here. So I'm actually driving quite a bit and uh, adapting to the new environment is what I'm really doing. So there's a, a long-ish rambling answer to your short question. <laughs> well, let's start here then. That's good. Um, let's let's start by giving everybody a bit of an overview of who you are and what you do, because I've known you, well, we met many seven, seven or eight years ago, and we were talking about it a little bit before the show got started here, but maybe give the, the audience a little bit of an overview of who you are, what you do, and uh, you know how um, you know that 30,000-foot overview. Well, as we only have 15 minutes, I'll make it short and sweet. I call myself I'm, uh, Magnus Walker. I'm a man with a beard. I was born in Sheffield, England in 1967, moved out to LA as a 19-year-old in 1986. And to sum it up, I'm a 
a car enthusiast. I'm a clothing designer. And I'm trying to make the most out of every moment of life. I'm also in the film location business in the sense of I own property that I lease out to production companies for commercial filming when the world is not at a standstill. I also travel quite a bit to uh, automotive-related events and press launches and car drives all over the world. Uh, this obviously is post-COVID-19. So that's about as brief as I can get, other than I'm Magnus Walker. I'm with a beer. <laughs> that works. That works well. So then, you know, you've got 600 some odd thousand Instagram followers, and I'm sure there's other platforms where you've got a good community. Walk me through kind of how that all started, um, you know, from sort of day one where you, um, you know, started to develop that community to today. Kind of started by accident, truth be told. A, a fellow Canadian named Tamir Moscovici released a short documentary film based around my car obsession and my life, my out of control hobby. It was called Urban Outlaw, and that film do, uh, debuted October 15th, 2012. And at that time, I was one of those guys that didn't even have an iPhone, and a buddy of mine said, hey, you should probably get on Facebook or Instagram. And to be told, I didn't really know what either one of those platforms were. I had a friend who set up an Instagram account for me. He took one photo and posted it up. And by the time I'd actually got around to you know, getting a, a phone that I could post content from, I hadn't posted anything, but I had about 1,500 followers, probably based off the back of Tamir's uh, film, Urban Outlaw. So that was how I got onto Instagram and Facebook, sort of by accident. Facebook came first. And I remember when Tamir's film came out, we didn't really know whether five people were going to see it or five million. And the first day on Facebook, uh, the film got picked up by Top Gear and sort of went viral. And the only funny part to this story is, you know, we came in and by lunchtime, I had 500 friend requests. And basically by the end of the week, I <laughs> got over 5,000 Facebook friend requests. And every day I'd come in, it'd be like, here's 500 from, you know, Spain. Here's, you know, 300 from Italy. And of course, I didn't quite know what was going on. But the Top Gear article had sort of got picked up and reposted and uh, reblogged. And long story short, before you know it, I had quite a, a following of people on Facebook. And then that rolled into Instagram and Essentially, you know, I just put content out there that I like. And if people like it, they join in. And if they don't, you know, they don't. So for me, it's just, I say inspirations everywhere. It's like today I took a walk around downtown and, you know, I take photos all the time. So if I'm taking a photo, I may as well post it on Instagram in the story. And uh, that's essentially how I got onto social media, um, specifically Facebook and Instagram. So you got a little bit of a jump start there, which is, uh, you know, which is a great way to get started. I'm sure lots of people would say, you know, it's one thing to get a jump start, but then how do you keep that going? And, you know, you, you said, you know, 500 people with friend requests. And I, I guess there's a little bit of organicness to that where it continuously just grows organically. But, you know, what does it take to keep growing that community over time? Because you don't always have that you know, urban outlaw catalyst, you know, every year kind of idea. So what do you do to keep things kind of moving along? Well, first of all, for me, it's a, it's a fun hobby and not a job. I don't monetize any content that I put out there. You know, people always seem surprised. They think I'm making residuals off of YouTube videos and stuff like that. So uh, for me, it's a hobby. It's an out of control hobby. I have a lot of time that I devote to my hobby, which is essentially cars. To answer your question, um, I think my story is pretty relatable in the sense of I'm not really trying to sell you anything. I'm yeah. not, you know, promoting yeah. anyone else's products. 
I think my story is engaging because content just keeps organically coming along in the sense of being in LA helps. You know, I've been on a lot of other people's shows, everything from doing a TED Talk to Joe Rogan podcast to the Jay Leno Garage show. So, you know, I think being in LA helps. I think sort of having a diverse collection of cars helps. I think sort of being true and relatable helps. So a lot of the early content, you know, was other people's like me on the Jay Leno Garage Show, which gets posted on Jay Leno's YouTube show, which sort of expanded beyond the horizons of I'm a Porsche owner. Yeah. Because, you know, as great as Porsche is, that might be somewhat of a narrow market. But you get on Jay Leno's Garage, that's, you know, a whole different sort of demographic and audience. You do a Joe Rogan podcast, that's a completely different demographic. Yeah. I did a TED Talk, which has probably been the most watched thing that I've ever done. And that's, you know, 99% of the people watch my TED Talk, which came out in uh, 2014, six years ago. They weren't car people and they had no idea who I was or who I am. But the moral to that story, the TED Talk was not car related. It was basically called uh, Go With Your Gut Feeling and in essence, never giving up on your dream and pursuing what it is you're passionate about. So I, I think, you know, what I put out there is not just car centric. Mm-hmm. You know, the car is a big part of it but these different elements that come through my story, the sort of entrepreneurial spirit, the, you know, left school at 15 with no education, just having a dream and never giving up on that dream is is sort of relatable and to some people inspirational. So my content tends to be diverse and uh, that's sort of how it keeps rolling. You know, I have a lot of cars. People always want to come and film them. I'm always up for driving. I dedicate a lot of time to it. Mm -hmm. I give 100% to whatever it is I'm doing. The requests keep coming in, you know, strangely during this COVID period that we're in now, I'm busier than ever with people requesting, you know, IG lives or Zoom garage tours or whatever it may be. So I've never really been at a loss to put, uh, for lack of better term, content out there. For me, it's just a fun way to share my story, occupy my time and create something that uh, I enjoy doing. The bottom line is if I didn't, if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't actually do it. So it's organic, it's natural, it's relatable. Those are uh, sort of the elements that keep me going. And uh, ultimately, you have to enjoy doing it because for me, it's still not a job. It's a hobby. I don't you know, necessarily need to do it. It's, it's um, just something that I'm passionate about and enjoy um, the creativity of working with other people and exploring and traveling. So that's kind of a story there. That's great. So then tell me a little bit about this, uh, you know, jumping into IG Live and things like that. You know, they're relatively new. I think you haven't been doing them for a long, 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 long time. Is it, you know, is, is it just one of these things where you're jumping into it and it sounds like it's a lot of fun for you. So are you, are you thinking of moving more into that direction, that live to consumer, that live to audience kind of vibe? Uh, well, it's, it's fine. It's a great question. I've done an IG Live as a guest on one of my buddies' shows and I never really thought much about doing it myself up until probably like a month ago. Mm. And I have a buddy in New York that I do a weekly two geezers show with. And you know, a lot of people always approach me to, you know, sort of it goes like this. Hey, you should have your own podcast or, hey, you should have your own TV show. <laughs> I have these discussions with people all the time. I mean, it's literally even now it's a weekly occurrence where some production company will come to me and say, hey, we've seen your video we like what you do. We think you'd be great. Have you ever thought about doing a TV show? Yeah, yeah. I've been getting these emails for the past six years and nothing's ever felt right. You know, whether it's, you know, the obvious History Channel, Velocity, Discovery, whatever it may be, or whether it's, you know, Amazon Prime or Hulu or Netflix or YouTube, whatever it may be. 
I'm all about relationships and things have to feel organically right. Right. I obviously have to have control in my own destiny. So it had never occurred to me to do those things. But recently it was like, well, how are you going to do a podcast? Well, I don't really know. Why don't we just do an IG uh, TV live and see what happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tunes in. How bad can it be, right? So, you know, I do these now almost every day. Some are promoted, some are unpromoted. I did one last night with my girlfriend, Hannah, just walking Mm -hmm. around town. I did one for 10 minutes this morning at the Disney Center. And uh, there's one common thread that connects them all. It's always amazing to me how many people tune in, how many people are just there on Instagram. You know, it doesn't seem to matter whether I promote it or I just go live. It's almost the same amount of people tuning in. So to answer your question, you know, I'm, I'm at this crossroads in my life. I'm 52 years old, moving to 53. I travel a lot. I'm doing a lot of what I would call really bucket list things, such mm-hmm. as driving the million million and doing these great events. But I'm never really documenting them. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, I sort of want to set up my own little small production company, even if it's just me learning how to edit in Movie Pro or iMovie yeah. or whatever it is, and just sort of go to the next level. And the IG Live seems to be that stepping stone for me. You know, I, I've got people approaching me daily to do them. I could do two or three a day, I think. But, you know, if it's of interest to me, I'll do it. You know, I'm doing one tomorrow with this group called Beard Season, who's based out of Sydney, Australia, and they're all about men's cancer research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing one with Aloise Ruff on Wednesday. That's a car one. Yeah. So I enjoy them. It's a creative way of getting out there. And uh, we'll see where they go, where they sort of, if it does take me down the road of, I create my own pseudo, whatever you want to call it, media company, just yeah. producing podcasts or uh, content for whatever it may be, film, video, TV, or IG Live. So right now it's in the early stages. It's fun, it's accessible, and it's exciting. And people seem to be relating to it. So I'm just going to take it one day at a time. There is no master plan. There's a loose goal, and I'm working towards that. I like that. Well, they're, they're engaging, so keep it up. Um, so last question here, because I like to keep these to about 15 minutes if I can, nice digestible pieces of content. If there was one tip or you know, one nugget of wisdom that you could share with the you know, greater content creation community, maybe with someone who's just getting into this whole content creation thing or someone who's been in it for a while and it's you know, a viable tip, what would your one tip be to people who want to get into this sort of vertical? It's always easy. Do what you love, right? You know, just create content around subjects that inspire you, whether it's cars, brewing bourbon, sewing masks, whatever it may be. Be authentic to who you are. Uh, Build your content around who you are as opposed to trying to figure out what the market is. Set your own trend. Be true to yourself. Enjoy it and be creative. That's And never give up. That's kind of my goal in life, whether it's content or you know, career or whatever it is, it's keep it simple, do what you love, stay motivated, and never give up in a nutshell. And don't try to uh, create towards the market, just create what you enjoy doing because people will relate to your personality, your enthusiasm for what it is you choose to do. So that's always my advice. And I think it works pretty well for people looking to create content. So to all of you out there, just good luck and never give up. Well said. So, Magnus, uh, where can people find you online? Where's the best place? Yeah, probably just Instagram, Magnus Walker. Same on Facebook. That's about it. Well, perfect. Thanks a lot for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Stay out of the sun and keep those Instagram lives coming. Hey, thanks for the opportunity. Stay well up there in Canada, and I'll see you when I see you. Cheers and welcome. Thank you. Thanks, man. Good day. That was Magnus Walker. You can follow him on Instagram at Magnus Walker. 
The Content Creator Society interview series audio production is by Justin Dama. Original music, also by Justin Dama. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review or subscribing to the show. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next week.